0: Dedria. Dedria. Oh, I'm becoming her. Yeah. Somebody has to write a, a comic about Dedria.
1: Dedria is our new fan DC comic character that I I don't know. It just Invented? came out of my mouth. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what can I say? The inspiration it just flows. It's like.
0: It's because it's like I, I look magic. like a crazy scientist today.
1: She does. You'd, you'd be an actually decent, like, comic book character, not, like, the usual, like, right, like
0: a crazy... feminine
1: ones where yeah. there's, like, <laughs> sexy McDeath lady. You'd be, like, actually a good character.
0: Yeah, I'd be, like, crazy-haired, frantic scientist.
1: <laughs> yeah, holds her knees occasionally. crazy-ass
0: shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like me.
1: I that That's is what I look like right now. That's true. She does look like that. I look that. so
0: frazzled. I have this, like, leave-in conditioner in, and it's making my hair all all kind of like poofy and frizzy and...
1: And you're also (sighs) actually just frazzled. And I'm
0: actually super frazzled, so I'm sure I have this look on my face permanently there now
1: where I look
0: like I'm about to jump off a roof. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's stitched onto your skin, roof jumping.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. So off I go. This is a
1: strong <laughs> start for us. Hey guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, you, how you, do you folks doing? Did you like doing? that
0: intro? Is that like a good intro? Um,
1: You're all like, we feel positive about this me. episode right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's how that's how we're starting things, and there's no going back. This is it. This is what you get. Take it. Feast take upon it. Or
0: leave it, mofo's.
1: But you can't leave it.
0: No, you have to take it.
1: I mean, you could. I <laughs> sounds guess sounds like you have a choice, but you don't. No, I mean, I, I mean, there is a little like red X, but no, don't touch it. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> don't it's look. Fine. Don't even look at it. Okay. Yeah,
1: don't, don't even acknowledge it.
0: So I have a fear.
1: What's your weekly fear, Andrea?
0: My butt hurts, and
1: okay, that is not good. I'm a little afraid.
0: I think I might have permanently injured it. How? Well, like, and I wasn't doing anything new. I was just, <laughs> I did like treadmill and. My right butt. I can't walk. Like, I can barely walk upstairs. (laughs)
1: As opposed to your, like, other butt. My right butt. Your left butt and your center butt. (laughs) Those are the (laughs) scientific terms.
0: That's exactly it. Yeah, no, I damaged it. I don't know what happened.
1: What happened to your gluteus? Yeah. I must
0: have, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it hurts.
1: Time to go to the butt chiropractor. Butt doctor.
0: (laughs) Butt masseuse.
1: The butt masseuse. The butt masseuse did it. (laughs) <laughs> no,
0: no, that is horrible. <laughs> that took horrible. you a good second. I, I hate liked that. that. Well, no, I, I don't like you, it either. Like, the worst look first. Yeah, I could feel it punning in a terrible way.
1: Yeah, it wasn't even a good pun. Bit. No,
0: it wasn't. That's why it was horrible. <laughs>
1: And that's why it was brilliant. You're welcome, folks. So, uh, What's your fear? Mm, a lot of things. Um,
0: you usually piggyback off mine. So what's yeah, going on with your butt? So
1: uh, <laughs> you probably don't want to know that. And I don't think anyone else does either. Okay. So let's see. What is going on with my butt today? I ask the closet. <laughs> um, the
0: closet has all the answers. Can you imagine what we look like to, like, aliens? If they came down, they'd be like, I don't know. We just found two humans talking to a closet.
1: I feel like it was a, weird. It would actually be normal in their culture and they would think everyone else is weird for not doing that. And they'd be like seeing us and it'd be a happenstance on their culture. That's just what you do. Oh. And they'd be like, finally.
0: Yeah. They'd be like, someone oh we understand. Hi, hey, you guys.
1: Yeah. I'd be like. You must
0: be the leaders of this tribe of humans
1: <laughs> this tribe called earth it's a very <laughs> it's a very large a
0: large tribe
1: not to the aliens maybe they have serious like overpopulation yeah,
0: who like who knows <laughs>
1: yeah. i don't know i don't know hi aliens so my fear <laughs> my fear is like dying of stress yeah yeah that could happen oh and there's a haunted cabinet in my work yeah
0: is it for sale
1: um we're not advertising as haunted but it definitely is Oh. Um, and How much? yes, it will be. <laughs> I don't know yet. I want a
0: haunted cabinet. I already have a haunted chest of drawers.
1: You do. That's very haunted. Um it is. Basically, so like my my boyfriend's coming to visit. Okay, so this cabinet has been haunted for a while. I've been working on painting it and uh the door would creak open. And it's on a hook where you cannot easily open it. And it just slowly opened itself and creaked open in front of me, and I'm so stressed that I was just like, Okay. <laughs> Like, that's how I react to ghosts. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, the lights flickered for a moment, and I was like, I don't care. I'm going outside for a smoke. It's fine.
0: I'll be back. no, I get that. And I
1: want that cabinet to be (laughs) right where I am I have been in those
0: moods before where it's just like, I am so overwhelmed. And then something really creepy happens, and I'm just like... I don't yeah. fucking – whatever.
1: Yeah, you can't, like, you can't, whatever. Care. Yeah, to be honest, I've <laughs> never really been that, like, afraid of, like, paranormal stuff. I'm afraid of, like, deadlines and other things, like, yeah.
0: Those are terrifying.
1: Yeah, like, those are. I have are so worse. many
0: deadlines right now, and I'm right. not meeting any of them.
1: Yeah. Anyway, like, that's I that's mean, the scary part is school, is universities, and, and, and yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's daily life stuff.
0: This new ghost, position, I don't is is give a shit. Insane. It's insanity. Yeah. I, I, I work. And then I come home, and then I just work more. Yeah. I, like, send emails at 10 at night. So if you're getting
1: an email ah. from Andrea at 10, it's because she accidentally sent it to you instead of her teacher. Please let her know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She would appreciate that.
0: Uh, Anyway.
1: But, yeah, no, it's brutal.
0: No, it's actual work work, not school work.
1: (laughs) Or ghost work. I
0: don't have time for school. I'm just going to flunk.
1: Well... That's a that's a plan that most millennials do stick to. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, that sounds about right. I'm just
0: trying to keep my youthful edge.
1: Your youthful failure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I chose the theme.
1: Feel that. Yeah, so Andrea chose the theme for today. We're going to talk to you about actually scary things. I mean, you're probably already shivering, but They're thinking like of your I own deadlines, to too. you're like, fuck, shit, yeah, <laughs> I have to get up at eight, why am I listening to this fucking podcast? But yeah, no. I
0: have to get up at five. Anyway. I know,
1: that's not a real time.
0: Uh, I know, it doesn't exist, you no, would think, but it does. That, that's the and cruelty I will of the up universe.
1: You <laughs> Jeez. (laughs) okay so
0: my theme that i chose yep is (laughs) uh wait what did it oh yeah um authors i wanted murdery stuff around authors or like any author horror shit yeah like bad
1: stuff that has happened regarding authors yeah Or writers.
0: So I did Lois Duncan.
1: Okay. Tell me all about Lois Duncan because I feel like I've seen that name on books.
0: Yeah. Okay. So in junior high, we like, I swear for like grades seven, eight, and nine, Mm -hmm. we did book reports on Lois Duncan books. It was like their favorite book to choose when I was in junior high. That's weird. So like late nineties. Yeah. It was just like everybody liked it and they were, it's, um, so it was like suspense, sort of suspense thrillers.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah, and they're young book adult report. books, but they're actually, mm. like, really good. Like, they're really, really good. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. they're always
1: sorted in the adult section. There's probably a reason for that.
0: Yeah, because they're not really – like, they're written so that you can read them easily as a young adult. Yeah. But the topic isn't, like
1: – Like, kid-friendly. Isn't,
0: like, Twilight. It's not Twilight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so don't don't read that if you want, like ho- like, teen-friendly horror.
0: Yeah. So – um, here we go. On June 14th, 1989, 18-year-old Caitlin Arquette, who was Lois Duncan's daughter, oh. graduated from Highland High School in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. Kate was a popular outgoing honor student who had recently been accepted at the University of New Mexico, and she planned – On one day attending med school.
1: Oh, wow. So she was doing good.
0: Yeah. uh, And was driven and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shortly before graduation, she used money she received from an insurance settlement, and she moved in with her boyfriend. Kate's mother, Lois Duncan, was aware of this arrangement, but she wasn't entirely up to speed, like, on all, on everything.
1: Yeah. Apparently,
0: uh, this is a quote, he was eight years older than her, but we... we thought he was only four years older because oh, they no. lied to us. Fuck. She knew we wouldn't let her date someone that much older. He seemed like a nice guy and he was around the house a lot. We liked him. So they thought he was like 21 and yeah. and he was actually like 26.
1: Okay. Well, I guess she was 18. 18 and 26 is definitely pushing it though, yeah. It's pushing
0: it, but it's not – I mean, I dated a 26-year-old when I was 17.
1: That's really 100% pushed. That's gone. I know. That's, that's beyond the limit. <laughs> but, I mean,
0: I wasn't pushing it. He was.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, not not you. Yeah, I was the child. I'm not critiquing you here. (laughs) I know. But like, yeah, that's why 18 and 26 is still pushing it because you don't magically become an adult overnight.
0: Exactly, yeah. Uh, Six weeks later, on July 16th, Kate met with her mother and admitted that she and her boyfriend had been having serious problems almost from the moment they moved in together. Kate wanted her mother to lie to the boyfriend regarding her whereabouts. And there was urgent – like, she was being urgent, like, with it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, quote, Kate told us she'd had a big fight with her boyfriend. She was breaking up with him, and she was going to a girlfriend's house for dinner. She said she would either spend the night there or come back and spend it at our house. She was not going to go back to the apartment. Right. So Kate visited her girlfriend that night from 9.30 p.m. to 10.45 p.m., and then she headed east along Lomas Road toward her mother's house. Yeah. It's believed that while on her way home, a car pulled up alongside Kate and someone inside (gasps) shot her. Oh, fuck. A little after or a little before midnight Lois Duncan received the phone call. Oh no. Quote, it was a call from the hospital emergency room. They said Kate was there and that she'd been injured. They wouldn't tell me what had happened on the phone, so my husband and I drove to the hospital and learned Kate had been shot twice in the head and she was in a coma, which oh, is fuck. Kind of remarkable.
1: I'm, I mean, I'm surprised she lived, but she's, that's so devastating. I know. Oh my God. That's your child.
0: Insanity. Like, I just can't even. Uh, Five hours later, police arrived at Kate's apartment. Her live-in boyfriend was home alone, seemingly unaware that his girlfriend had been shot and was close to death. Detective Steve Galagos of the Albuquerque Police Department questioned him on his whereabouts whereabouts at the time of the shooting. Whereabouts at the time of the shouting.
1: Oh, (laughs) jeez. Um Yeah, which is a good move on that yeah. Yeah, detective's part.
0: Quote Caitlin's boyfriend told me that he had been out with a couple of friends. They had eaten, they'd played pool, and they'd had a couple of drinks. I discovered a note on top of the kitchen table. The note read something to the effect of, hun, I'll be home at a certain time. He indicated that the note came from Caitlin. Right. So when the lead when the Oh my god, uh, what is wrong with me? <laughs> my brain isn't working. I'm That's sorry. Okay. Uh, when the police left the apartment, Kate's boyfriend headed straight to the hospital and joined her family at her bedside, and then less than 24 hours later, Caitlin was dead. Oh, no. Six months later, police ruled that Caitlin Arquette had been the victim of a random act of violence, oh. but Lois Duncan refused to accept that ruling. Yeah. She, after her do- uh, daughter's death, she began to uncover dark hints that Kate had somehow Been mixed up with a major criminal organization. What? Two and a half months before she was killed, Caitlin and her boyfriend took a trip to Southern California. And according to Lois, Kate had become involved in a complex insurance scam after her boyfriend rear ended another car.
1: What the fuck? He could just pay it. Like, dang, you don't have to become involved in a gang.
0: I know. I don't. After
1: gang rear ended.
0: I don't really. Yeah. So this is what she said quote one of our daughters told me that in march the boyfriend had staged a fake accident in a car that kate had rented for him with our credit card wow so i mean it's weird
1: yeah that's that's really weird
0: it's a weird way to yeah i mean it gets weirder sounds
1: skeezy yeah Yeah. i mean uh, he already did but this isn't making him look better
0: yeah this isn't improving things Uh, The scam was reportedly set up by a powerful Vietnamese gang. Mm -hmm. Everyone involved in the accident complained of soft tissue injuries to the neck and lower back and were later treated by a doctor who was part of the fraud. A law firm in Orange County, California, handled the insurance claims. Kate and her boyfriend received $1,500 as their share of the settlement. And then Lois Duncan found out even more. Quote: It was evidently a major, multi-million-dollar insurance scam, and Kate had found out about it at the time. She we, at the time we didn't know how we could fit this in with her shooting. But all of a sudden, there was something that suggested a possible motive. If Kate was breaking up with her boyfriend at that time, maybe she was a danger to the people who had arranged this. Oh. Yeah,
1: Yeah. because of the whatever she'd known about. Fuck.
0: A few weeks after Kate's death, her mother made a disturbing discovery. Three calls had been made from Kate's apartment at almost the exact moment of her death. What? She said, quote, they were made just minutes after she was pronounced dead when her boyfriend was with us at the hospital, and the apartment should have been unoccupied. The number turned out to belong to a Vietnamese paralegal in Orange County. It was the same paralegal who set up the car wrecks. What? This weird, is so right?
1: weird. Yeah, like I'm I'm just wetting a yeah. lot here because I'm like, so nobody the fuck? should
0: have been at her apartment because she'd been in the hospital Yeah, because she was in, in a coma, coma
1: and her boyfriend was there and the, yeah. obviously the family was too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh Lois asked a local crime reporter, Mike Gallagher, to investigate. Mike talked to Kate's former landlord first. Quote, I got the impression from neighbors that Caitlin was more afraid of her boyfriend's friends rather than her boyfriend. She would get disturbed when they only spoke Vietnamese around her, and they tended to make fun of her. Kate did oh. not like her boyfriend's friends, and I think the feeling was mutual. Oh, no. So Mike Gallagher was able to obtain a copy of the note that the police believed Kate had left for her boyfriend on the day of the shooting and he compared it with another sample of her handwriting. Right. Quote, it was obvious just by comparing the handwriting of the note with Caitlin's writing that she did not write that note. And that led me to believe that within hours of her shooting, her boyfriend was already lying to police.
1: Yikes.
0: The landlord also told Gallagher that on the night Caitlin died, three of her boyfriend's associates were in her apartment drinking. Kate's mother was convinced that one of them made the phone calls to the law firm in Orange County, and Detective Galagos disagrees. He says, quote, I don't think that the Vietnamese connection is related to this case. Thus far, I have not received any information to indicate positively that the Vietnamese are involved in this homicide.
1: Okay. So he doesn't think... He doesn't think they're involved in her killing.
0: Yeah, I think he thinks that it was the random act of violence. That's why she was shot, just, like, randomly shot. And then it's, like, this private detective and Lois Duncan that think that... No, she was purposefully murdered because she, like...
1: Which makes more sense, like, given the phone calls that came from the apartment.
0: Right, It just yeah. seems like a
1: huge coincidence for her to also just be murdered by a random act at that yeah. time.
0: Yeah, like, I think it's... Yeah, it's just weird.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just a be, weird timing like, then. How <laughs>
0: often do people just shoot people in cars... Yeah, usually it's a crossfire um, Yeah, like, it's not usually... That's not usually a random thing but yeah like, i don't know not usually i mean i guess but, i don't know but i haven't yeah. heard of that happening randomly usually it's like i want to kill that person
1: yeah or even if it is a random act it's usually like you hold up a store and like with a knife you know like yeah stab someone or whatever yeah. like it's it's usually like inv- something yeah. else is
0: involved it's not just like you're gonna go out and randomly shoot people it's because you like are robbing them and you had to kill someone
1: or, or like, yeah, like you want to do something violent, but it's not usually shooting from a distance in a car because no. like people want that thrill of y- having mm-hmm. killed you. You don't get much yeah, from it's shooting just, someone like, at car.
0: If it's just like for the sake of killing, usually it's a bit more hands on.
1: Yeah, because that's the whole point, right?
0: Yeah, I, if the goal is killing, then
1: that's kind of what you're aiming for. But you want to experience for it. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Kate's mother remained convinced that her daughter's death was related to the insurance scam but the police were going in a completely different direction. Yeah. Six months after the murder an informant led police to a young man named Juvenal Escobedo. They discovered that Escobedo had recently sold his brown Chevrolet Camaro. On the night of Kate's murder a truck driver had reported seeing a brown Camaro chasing a young woman in a car similar to Caitlin's. In the end the charges were dropped because police could not connect Juvenal with the gun or the shooting. Oh. Oh. But that would, hmm. yeah, like...
1: Like, they can't connect <laughs> a lot of things, but it does make sense. Exactly. I mean, yeah, all these things could be a coincidence, but it's some big coincidence. Well, and if they're a
0: gang, they're probably not terrible at hiding their tracks.
1: Probably. Yeah, that's true, exactly. Like, in a way that it's obvious they did it, but that police can't track, so they exactly. can't charge them. Yeah,
0: you can't bring them to court. Yeah. Finally, under pressure from Kate's family, the police questioned her boyfriend again. This time, he admitted that he and a friend had taken part in the insurance scam but maintained his innocence in her death. Charges have never been filed against him or any of his friends, nor is he considered a suspect in Kate's murder. Hmm. Mike Gallagher was unsatisfied with the police investigation. He said, quote, I think it's important for the police and anybody who looks at this case to remember that Caitlin's boyfriend's friends were involved with large-scale organized criminal activity in Los Angeles and multi-million dollar insurance frauds. I don't think the police ever took that seriously.
1: Yeah, which is weird because it's kind of a big deal. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's like kind you, of a huge deal.
0: Someone gets shot and they're involved with People in a gang
1: and there's a multi million dollars. Yeah, and there's multi there's
0: millions of dollars involved.
1: Yeah, that's a funny thing. And you think it
0: might just be random? Like that's not your go-to. That should not anyway.
1: No, it shouldn't be. (laughs) But that's a funny thing. If someone had committed insurance fraud on its own, the police would give a shit about that. But they don't care when it's connected to a murder.
0: I know. Yeah, I know. They're like, you can't steal money, but But you you can kill kill other people. That's fine.
1: Yeah, that's that's fine. You can rape
0: people. You can kill them. But don't fuck with our money. Thanks, government. Okay. There seem to be two viable theories about who killed Caitlin. She was either the victim of a random shooting or she was executed to keep her from in- exposing the insurance scam. Yeah. Kate's mother, Lois, maintains her belief that this was no random act, saying, quote, Our family doesn't have any real idea who pulled the trigger on Kate. The one thing we feel very strong about is that she was not shot randomly by people just out on a spree having fun, shooting a pretty girl in a red car. We believe Kate was killed because she was going to expose illegal activities involving her boyfriend and his companions
1: and like as a novelist i can see like plot lines being invented but at the same time she hired a pi and all of that makes sense yeah like it makes more sense this isn't that much of a
0: stretch like yeah she's her job is like weaving tales but but it's not no
1: no it's not a stretch
0: i really want to reread her books now like because i just remember really enjoying them when we did them for book report studies and junior high so
1: this must have been so
0: she wrote a book about it um with like a foreword by ann rule
1: oh wow yeah like
0: yeah uh so yeah if you guys i don't remember the title of it but it'll be easy to find
1: yeah just google the collaboration between uh lois duncan and rule uh about her daughter
0: about daughter's death caitlin arquette
1: that's so fucking sad
0: yeah so that's why i chose authors i was like well what theme will fit with the case i want to (laughs) do
1: oh nice well, yes. I found one.
0: I thought it would be interesting too, like because Lois Duncan, like she yeah. was just, just a big part of my like
1: your youth tween age oh, because like yeah, it, like tweens. in junior high,
0: right? Junior yeah. high age, she was just a big part of that because um, of the book reports and like so she was really well known in yeah. among people my age.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Like, I don't, I don't know. When She's I not was in high got school, a lot of stuff definitely out there. The Twilight lady, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I don't know that she's written any recent books or anything, so she's not really, like, that's why nobody's
1: younger has really name. heard of
0: her very much. Yeah, but you might have, like...
1: I've seen it at libraries and at bookstores, like, just, like, the only, I can't list any of her titles, but I can picture her name in that author font yeah. on paperbacks. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, her books are good. Read them.
1: Yeah, do it. What are you waiting for? Get on this. Turn
0: this off right now and go open a goddamn book.
1: And read the whole thing. Jesus
0: Christ. What the fuck are you doing with your life?
1: Someone right now is like studying a textbook and they're like. "Uh, uh,
0: I know. They're just like. (laughs) Too many books.
1: (laughs) No. No more text. My eyes can't parse it anymore. Keep reading. (laughs) we just become like this like terrifying librarian ghoul. Keep reading.
0: That's what I want to be when I die up. and turn into a ghost.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what you want to be when you grow up?
0: Yeah, when I grow up too.
1: Yeah, when you're finally, I don't know, 60. I, yeah. don't, I think that's the age at which millennials grow up, about when we die. <laughs> have fun editing that. i I probably have to. <laughs> so, mine is a little bit, I mean, I'm it's. leaving that in. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I made the mouth smackies just okay. We joke know, about, like yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> we always have to edit them out, and now I guess they're gonna just be there. So, <laughs> this is kind of brutal. Uh, yes. be prepared. Um, not yes, but I know it's what you came here for, that's why we're here. Yep. You can't so, judge. This is the torture and murder of Iana Kazian. Okay. So, about Iana Kazian. Iana Kazian, who was born the 27th of January, 1986, and died on the 26th of May, 2016, was a Ukrainian woman and a former prosecutor uh, who was tortured and murdered by her fiancé, Blake Leibel, soon after the birth of their daughter. Kazian was born in Kiev, Ukraine, where she had studied law and worked as a prosecutor at the Ukrainian Tax Service, which must have not been that fun.
0: Oh my god!
1: Right, that so sounds brutal. being a
0: tax lawyer.
1: Oh, I'd be so exhausted and, and bored. Bored. Yeah, like It'd at be the like same a time. lot
0: of work that is boring. Yeah. A lot of boring
1: work. Like, that's got to be brutal. So, in 2014, she emigrated to the United States from the Ukraine and worked as a model in California. So, she was becoming a model. So, she got sick of tax service lawyering, too, apparently. I would, too. Yeah, no one is surprised by that. So, (laughs) (laughs) on May 3rd, 2016, she gave birth to a daughter who uh, Blake, Libel, was the father of, named Diana. Okay. So, about the murderer... Blake Leibel, born the 8th of May, 1981, is a Canadian convicted murderer. He had previously been a comic book creator, graphic novelist, screenwriter, and a fledgling animated film director residing in Los Angeles, California.
0: Huh. Is he, like, well-known?
1: Um, he made things that were well-known. He was involved in Spaceballs. Sorry for ruining Spaceballs for for all of you. He was involved in a bunch of famous things, but some of them I had heard of, some of them I hadn't. I've
0: only heard of Spaceballs. i refuse to watch movies that are like that Uh,
1: yeah it's not i haven't i from what i've seen it doesn't seem like my thing no i haven't checked it out um and now i think it's ruined for me so i'm good but um (laughs) yeah so in june 2018 Leibel was convicted of first degree murder of his fiancee iana kazian so blake Leibel was born to two notable canadian families his father, Lorne Leibel, is a prominent Toronto real estate mogul and Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame inductee who sailed for Canada in the 1976 Summer Olympics. And his mother was Alrose, like, this is um, a plastic products, heiress. Okay. Yep, yeah, so she was heiress's plastic um, corporation called Alrose Products. And uh, her name was Eleanor Keitel Leibel, whose father, Paul Keitel, held several patents. So... Blake basically just came from a lot of wealth and success. God damn it. Yeah, not shocking. I don't come
0: from wealth and success like
1: I know and this is probably why he got I all did, these gigs. did. I wouldn't
0: ruin it by murdering people.
1: Yeah, like you've got writing you've gigs. You got all of
0: this shit. You got and everything.
1: Fenta- yeah, you've got wealth yeah. like a perf- like a bunch of like jobs that are lining you up for fame, a yeah. beautiful got a lot beautiful to use. model wife.
0: Yeah, like what like, the fuck are you unhappy about that you Go ahead and murder.
1: I don't Sheesh. understand either. Like, Sheesh. I don't know. I think sometimes when you have everything, like, they find, like, the smallest things that affect them, affect them so hard.
0: Yeah. Well, you have nothing to strive for, I guess. Like... You don't. I,
1: except for more wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I
0: think it would be actually maybe hard to have everything because you just, like, what...
1: What do you do now? What do you
0: do now? Like, what are you... Like, I, I kind of the always have to have more. a goal...
1: Me too. Otherwise,
0: I like feel weird and lost. Like, yeah, but if you're a
1: billionaire, right, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, but then you're not working toward a
0: goal because he's got love. Like, that's not a goal to work toward. And
1: yeah, you've got love, you've got family, you've got wealth, you've got job.
0: Yeah, like, what do you look forward to? Like, what do you work
1: for? You know, at that point, you take up a hobby that's really obscure. Yeah. Try to learn 10 languages in one week. And become like a
0: more famous screenwriter that doesn't write things like space balls. <laughs> try to like, hey, maybe yeah. like try to be a, an actual artist and write something that well, is he good. He's a
1: graphic novelist, so I'm not sure okay. if he did the art or if he did just the writing part. Maybe of he write.
0: should aim for that. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like there are things you can do besides murder, folks. Uh, <laughs> for all the rich people listening, which is probably zero. Um, I make too many guillotine jokes for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get a hobby. Um, so, the murder. On uh, May 26, 2016, Libel was taken into police custody. So he'd blocked the doorways of their, like, apartment with mattresses and blockaded himself inside the room with Iana's body. Weird. Mutilated, drained of her blood, and laid across the couple's bed.
0: Also weird.
1: The infant daughter, Diana, was in the care of Iana's mother at the time, thank goodness, who was visiting from Ukraine and staying in a nearby apartment. Oh my god. Yep. Blake Leibel was subsequently charged with murder, torture, mayhem, and aggravated mayhem, to which he pleaded not guilty. Mayhem? I know. I always <laughs> think that's a, such a weird thing that they still use.
0: It's weird, yeah.
1: Yeah, it just sounds so dated. But an autopsy report was released on September 20th, 2017, officially listing Kazian's causes of death as exsanguination, which is the being drained of blood part. Mm-hmm. And had trauma. Okay. News sources reported the crime as, quote, grisly and possibly, quote, the most gruesome murder in the history of West Hollywood, if not Los Angeles. It gets pretty bad. Oh, dear. So here are the disturbing details. Uh, A civil lawsuit filed by the victim's mother, Olga Kassian, included transcripts of Los Angeles County Coroner Dr. James Ryb's deposition, which stated, quote, Kazian's entire scalp was traumatically absent and was not found.
0: That is traumatic.
1: That's not good. Yeah. (laughs) Was not present with the body. Her skull had been stripped down to the surface of the bone. There was no scalp present except for little bits in the back of the neck. Portions of the right side of her face were torn away, including the right ear and part of the posterior face on the right side, all the way down to the jawline. There were quite a number of bruises and abrasions on the face, primarily on the left side, the left cheek, and left jaw area. A number of bruises and abrasion, including one which turned out to be a human bite mark. She had lived for at least eight hours approximately after receiving the scalp injury and the bruise to the collarbone. I have never seen this before. And I doubt if hardly any forensic pathologists in this country or abroad have even seen this outside of, perhaps, wartime. So it's extremely rare.
0: I would think it's rare to scalp your wife. I mean, I hope it's rare.
1: Uh, uh, yep. (laughs) Uh, According to this guy, it is. So thanks, James, for reassuring us about it being rare. But I wish it hadn't happened at all. This is the guy who wrote, like, who collaborated on Spaceballs. Like, this is the weirdest fucking thing. Like, yeah. this just blows my like, fucking mind. this is mind.
0: a comedy screenwriter and then...
1: Horror and comedy. He did horror as well, but... Oh, okay. But, like...
0: <sighs> did he get mixed up and...
1: Thought no. he was joking
0: with his wife and...
1: No, there was... There was... Okay, so no one knows the reason for sure, but I'll be getting into a okay. bit of that. So, like... I
0: kind of want to know, like, suggestions, at yeah, least. Yeah,
1: there's suggestions. Um, so, in June 2018, Leibel was convicted of first-degree murder with the supplemental charges of, you know, torture and mayhem. And he was given a life sentence in prison without possibility of parole. Leibel is currently serving his sentence at the California Correctional Institution. So, here's the potential why... And extra details. Okay. So, Blake Libel apparently carried out the torture and murder of Yana based on a novel he'd written prior, like years prior. Oh. So, he basically acted out a scene or like a similar scene from his novel on Yana.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: But from LATimes.com, this is some interesting info. Prosecutors told jurors during Libel's trial that he had used a sharp object, perhaps the green paring knife or bloodied razor found in the couple's bathroom, as well as his bare hands to cut and rip pieces of Kazian's scalp. Most of the blood had been drained from her body. She died of severe blood loss.
0: So... There's
1: more reason later.
0: Did he scalp her alive? Mm, Yes. And she that's was, how she bled to death?
1: Yes. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, and the blows, like, it sounds like he did a lot of things to her face, abrasions, bruises, um, the scalping. Uh, she died of blood loss. Like, she died eight hours after the scalp injury.
0: Well, yeah, heads bleed a lot.
1: Yeah, exactly. Particularly if like, okay. So she was alive for this.
0: <sighs> my God. Okay. I,
1: I think it's horrific. So, yeah.
0: People ask why I never plan on getting married.
1: This is a good reason, uh, although not a common one, thankfully.
0: Well, not that way, but it's common for...
1: It is common. Domestic violence. Yeah. And horrific things. Like
0: if somebody gets murdered, they always have to look at the spouse first. And typically it's not... Like, I mean, it has been, like, obviously wives murdering husbands, but... Yeah. Way more common for husbands to murder wives.
1: Yeah, just statistically it is. Um, And I won't ever quite understand... Why? Like if you really didn't like this person, why did you marry them, A, and B, why can't you just leave?
0: I think a lot of the time it's crimes of passion where it's like she was cheating, like or it's jealousy of some sort or And you know they were gonna leave And you're so desperate to not have them leave
1: or not have it just seems like that
0: that's the case in a lot of them.
1: Yeah, it does seem to be like like you said like crimes of passion involving those those exact things. Um, I think about that because I'm a very like insecure person, not possessive, but insecure about myself. Mm -hmm. And I think about like what if my boyfriend left me for someone else? I'd be devastated and ashamed of myself and think something was wrong with me, and I'd be angry and hurt, but. Hurting him would not cross my mind.
0: No, I think it's just like, not something. The best revenge is to be like, fine, then I will get over you immediately.
1: Yeah, like and sleep all right. with all your friends. Yeah, ex- I I would absolutely sleep with all the friends. I'm very <laughs> much like <laughs> I know into I'm, weaponizing sexual. i kind of like to that too. Work. Yeah, yep. it's,
0: uh The perfect revenge.
1: Maybe this is so, genetic, us on the server bench. <laughs> I can seduce anyone I want, even those you yeah, love. exactly. <laughs> like, That's
0: the plan. It totally I, is that. I don't have that plan because I'm not in a relationship, but
1: – I don't have the plan That was either. the plan,
0: you know, in the past.
1: It's better than scalping someone. It
0: is. It hurts them more.
1: It I mean, I don't I mean, know about that. To be not, honest, no, I don't think so. But it
0: hurts them longer. <laughs>
1: well, and you're less I mean. evil. Uh, <laughs> at least that's that a regular. Too. You also won't go act. to jail.
0: Yeah, it's but petty, but it's, it's not petty. evil. But it like it'll hurt them. Like it's. I think it's just like that emotional hurt for longer is more satisfying than evil. Cutting somebody's scalp off. I don't know. For I, just, I just I don't just
1: think it's like. I just think like. I don't know. Like obviously, hot take guys murder is evil.
0: Yeah, uh, like this is hot I've ta- never the heard hottest
1: th- of takes. That's
0: so weird. No one said um, that before. Yeah, tweet that.
1: Yeah, do it. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be the new meme. I
0: like that. I like that. I've never thought of it. Okay.
1: <laughs> no one has. <laughs> All right. So Kazian was alive during much of the torture and died. Oh man, this is a tone shift. Quote a very slow excruciating, painful death.
0: Jesus. Ah!
1: Yep. Deputy District Attorney Beth Silverman said, adding that the killing was patterned after Syndrome, a graphic novel that Libel helped create years earlier. Its cover shows a baby doll with a partially removed scalp. And, okay, so as to the potential reason, besides just acting out something like that, yeah. according to LATimes.com, prosecutors argued at the trial that Blake was jealous of the attention Iana gave to their newborn, what? three-week-old Diana, when he murdered her.
0: Well, that doesn't make sense.
1: Well, an attorney representing Kazian's family stated, quote, The most precious thing to take away from a little girl, from a woman, is her mother, Diana's mother was taken away from her before she even got a real chance to learn about her, get to know her. At one point, she's going to learn about the reality of her mother and what happened to her and her biological father and what he did to her mother.
0: Ugh. So it's like he was, he was so jealous. jealous of her he hated a three-week old baby. Well, and yeah, enough mad. that she he just wanted to ruin her life by killing her mother.
1: Well, maybe. Um, but I think honestly. It was more rage based. They they posited that he was so mad at Iana for giving their baby more attention as you oh. do when you have a baby that he was pissed at Iana for that. Like he was probably just so argued mad.
0: with her. Like you have to stop spending so much time with that baby.
1: Yeah, like why do why do you like that baby that we made together? Like because babies need attention, dude. Back off!
0: Like
1: fuck. Jesus. Why don't you just start loving and that's your baby? Like
0: something that's also common. Yeah, it's Like weird. it's not usually doesn't end in murder, no. but it is actually pretty common for guys to get jealous of all the attention that a new baby gets. It's like, I have to, yeah. it can't do anything for itself. Like yeah. I got to do this.
1: You literally can't not pay attention to a baby. They will die.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Um,
1: oh honey, our, it's guys. our date night. The baby's crying because so we haven't fed them in two weeks. That's fine. Yeah,
0: but it's, <laughs> I want to focus on you.
1: Yeah, like, what? <laughs> okay. All right. Sigh. Yeah, like, it's so, like, don't have a baby if you can. Like, like fuck. Yeah.
0: Don't, don't have, have a, a baby. Don't have a baby. That'd be fine.
1: Yeah, and I can't imagine. Okay, so this took obviously a long time for him to do. Like, why was he so angry, and how did that anger last beyond yeah. like an initial I mean, like smack or a hit or yeah, something? yeah, like that right? is
0: weird. Like, why torture? Why for so long? Like, yeah, he couldn't cool off at any point in like During the eight, eight hours? hours. Yeah, like, like
1: really? Like, yeah, he was okay. I'm glad the baby wasn't there. Yeah, me too. Because who knows? I'm what glad he, he didn't done. do
0: it to the baby too. Like,
1: oh my god.
0: Because that would be the nor- – like, I, yeah. I mean, it's not normal. I, but, you know, like <laughs>
1: – That'd be the predictable – If you're yeah. jealous
0: of the attention that the baby's getting and you want your wife to pay attention to you and you're a fucking psychopath, then I've, like, heard of cases where the guy killed the kid. Yeah. But – or, like, tried to kill the kid or whatever. But – Yeah. Um, We
1: covered one, actually, like, last episode. They don't episode. usually
0: kill the wife because they're jealous. Like, they kill –
1: usually the object of attention
0: yeah exactly
1: hmm it's very really weird I'm just glad the baby wasn't there like because he might have like impulsively killed the baby too like who knows right I'm glad the baby wasn't there
0: thank goodness
1: uh, it's uh, mine was a huge that was sadistic a bummer. bummer um yeah I mean this is a horror podcast and we say that was a bummer <laughs> after every episode because most times when you cover anything true crime it is a bummer it is yeah I want to start doing more like um Horror movie essays. I, I try, but I just don't ever have time.
0: I like when we do paranormal shit too.
1: That's fun too. Yeah, like more creative paranormal shit than mm-hmm. just like ghosts. Yeah. I'll cover my haunted cabinet.
0: There we go. <laughs> my boyfriend the thinks
1: it's a Dybbuk box. Oh, really? Yeah, it's got, it does have, okay, and I never noticed this, but as I'm painting it, like, it does have very inconsistent carve, carved designs on it. Really? Yeah, like, okay, it's got these, like, see. sand dollar swirls. A picture of it for me. I will.
0: Maybe something will show up in the picture. Sometimes that's how ghosts, you know,
1: I almost bought down. this cabinet for you, hey? Really? Yeah, because, um, not recently either. Yeah. It's been in the back room for a long time, and I wanted, that's the one I was telling you that you could replace your shaky one with. You know, the oh. one that sh- – so Andrea has a big cabinet in her living oh, room that, like, shakes you when you walk me. by it. Yeah, I've shown it to you in the back room before. But this was before it was painted, and you can't see all the details until you have to paint them, and it You sucks, have to take a hard. picture of the
0: details just so I can, I can see that part because I didn't pay that much attention to it because I yeah. wasn't aware that it was haunted. Now I'm more interested.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's definitely haunted. Uh, yeah, you could have that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how much they're going to put it out for, but
0: I have, it's I would gonna have look to get cool. movers to move mine, though. It weighs about a thousand tons.
1: Yeah, it weighs more than a car,
0: that it thing. Does. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I don't know what the fuck it's made out of. It doesn't even look, I don't know. It must be lined with lead. lead. Like, I think it, there's lead in there,
1: which is also not good for you to have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also just get that but house. I don't know. seems well, accurate.
1: A, right? And it's not haunted enough.
0: It's not haunted. That's the other um, downside. <laughs>
1: I was talking to my therapist about it, and she was like, "Do they like advertise it as haunted?" And I was like, "No, but I was thinking about that, like, because we yeah. were both we both agreed that they should, because some people would actually come, yeah, from a ways away and be like, ooh.
0: you guys should be like, this yep. one was haunted by this,' and just like, even tell them what it is, yeah. yeah, a theory, like a creepy story to go with just like a couple items every once in a while,
1: yeah, like we wouldn't lie, but like you could say the history and you could say the experiences I have actually had with this fucking, and then a theory." Cabinet. Yeah, and that theory, Like just make like up a, a story like this. Yeah. this
0: could be because it was a little girl who yeah. accidentally drowned. And, in, I mean, I don't in know. In a cabinet? In a cabinet. That doesn't <laughs> As make do. sense. Whatever. It's, Whatever.
1: It was a very leaky cabinet. It was
0: <laughs> such a deep, watery cabinet. I don't know.
1: <laughs> As they are. Um, and you Cabinets should not try to turn your this.
0: cabinet into a pool for your kids. It's not a good <laughs> idea. This is the moral of the story. No cabinet pools. The end.
1: And it's small, but I can't actually fit in it. It's bigger than on the inside than it looks on the outside. Okay. That's another weird thing. It's unusually large. That's good because I need
0: to fit blankets in it if I –
1: Yeah. Know. Like you look at it and it doesn't look like it. That's but what I, I – I remember. Like,
0: I was like that's not big enough to fit all this, the comforters that I keep in my current one. Like,
1: I realized I can crawl inside it. Cool. That's, both levels. That's I mean I, I didn't do it. I didn't do oh. it. But I was like <laughs> I could. And that's the thing. I didn't because I was like, that's what the ghost would want, isn't that it? That is thats
0: what the ghost would want. <laughs>
1: that's exactly I mean, why I get locked in there. That's like,
0: almost all of their motivations.
1: That's just a horror movie scene, A. Eh?
0: It is. So, <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> you should email us your own haunted cabinets at Too Scared.
0: Yeah, tell us like about your cabinets.
1: Cabinet. Yeah, at siblings at gmail.com. Send that's, me
0: some pictures of your cabinets.
1: Yeah, like that's that's where you drop like your cabinet, cabinet content. Cabinet.
0: Tell me that how many blankets you can fit in your cabinet.
1: Andrea gets off on that. I do. She's like, Oh, but how many blankets? Yeah, no. She's like, Oh my God, that's so many blankets. (laughs) (laughs) Someone out there is looking through like a crate and barrel catalog and being like, Oh, yeah. (laughs) And someone out there is like, Oh my God, me too. (laughs) They're like, Finally, I found my one true match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You just watch blankets. Going into a cabinet together.
1: You're like, that's so much good storage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so send us those. Check out our um, Twitter at Sibs,
0: And check out our Patreon. The link is on our Twitter. And it's also at Patreon.com slash Siblings. We have to do a baby soon.
1: We do. We've <laughs> fucked up so bad. We well, we so did. We
0: sent, uh, we sent merch for yeah. the last month. So we, we are still paying attention to our Patreon. Patron, Patrons
1: patreons are pokemon <laughs> yeah it sounds like it but, i yeah. know um patrons yeah no yeah. don't worry so you get bonus episodes and merch so yeah. you get a lot if you and become we might a patron. like add
0: stuff periodically
1: that we, we can do like
0: you it's not all just gonna be bonus episodes and merch it can be whatever so
1: yeah and you get special shout outs and like your name and the credit, like the description credits
0: yes All these things. Yeah,
1: you get so much. So you should do that. And you also get a kiss, but that's for free at the end of every episode. So we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. Sleep well.